to Identity Crisis with Pam and Tresana. I'm your host, Pam. And I'm your host, Tresana. This is a podcast where we talk about our different identities and how they change through time. Was that our intro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. One take. Let's go. Moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> really? Social media plug. Oh, like actually? Follow us on Instagram. I don't know if you're being serious. At Identity Crisis PT. And Twitter at ICPamTresana. No, no, no. We're starting over. No, that was yes. good. Oh, my God. Why do you always have to ruin my opening? Because you're not Pam. <laughs> I didn't even get to introduce myself. You dumb bitch. All right. Well, now you've introduced yourself. <laughs> For anybody who's just now tuning in, we have to introduce our podcast. I'm, I'm sure that they'll get it, babe. We do we do this every time. We can like differentiate, have a little fun with the with the intro. Like intros are there for a reason. So let's just move forward. Did you do the thing you said you were gonna do last week? Yes, yes I did. What was it? Uh the soup. Yeah, yeah, you said yeah. you're gonna make soup. Yeah, so last week I said I wanted to rest. And I think I did. Yeah? I don't know. Do you feel I well rested? No. Do you feel ready to take on the next week? No. No. Oh. I think um, no, Maybe you'll never feel that way. Yeah, I don't feel well-rested at all, though. I do feel extremely tired yeah. and, like, sore and just, like... Well, that's because yeah, but you're w- sore. We'll get to that, but yeah, I think that, uh, no, I didn't rest last week. I, yeah. I think I tried I think to. there's something Saturday in I rested. Though. Saturday during the day. Like, Saturday, I took the day for me. Today? Yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. 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 So I would say I rested one of the other days of the week. <laughs> But um, I feel like there's something in retrograde and a lot of people are feeling exhausted because I too feel exhausted and I haven't been able to sleep as much. Yeah, same. I've been my going sleep, to sleep my sleep's been fucky. Later and somehow waking up earlier. Yeah. And then I'll feel fine, but then like, you know, body exhaustion, if that makes sense. No, that does make sense. I feel the same exact <laughs> way. <laughs> All right. So let's just get into it. All right. What's the topic this so. week? This episode, we're going to be talking about guilty pleasures and indulgences. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So, so let's start with what is a guilty pleasure? Okay, I would say a guilty pleasure includes anything you do or, yeah, anything you do for pleasure that like you might be embarrassed to tell everybody you do. Well, I didn't think it's like I wouldn't think embarrassed. I think embarrassed could be part of it, but I think it's just something that you wouldn't like broadcast. That's what I said. Yeah, no, I yeah. Broadcast. I'm, yeah, that, like something that you word. Yeah. Broadcast like. Yeah. I think that's it. Also, this episode is brought to you by Jameson Whiskey Sours. Yeah. So like when I think of guilty pleasures, like I think I also think I th- I don't think that I use the word in its exact like meaning all the uh-huh. time. Like I think that nowadays guilty pleasures really is just something you know something you shouldn't do but you do it anyway. You know, it's yeah. a little fun for not the girls. necessarily good for you. In yeah, any but way. it's you know, but it's it's you know fun. So you do it anyway so do it because anyway. life is short and Yolo. pretty much meaningless. You know. <laughs> And so why not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we're we're good with the definition. All right. So what's your guilty pleasure? And we have broken oh. down here in categories. Ooh. We have edible, substances, <laughs> activities, content slash media, and then separately music. Okay. I'm going to go in order. Okay. 
Um, I like to eat a lot of meat. That I'm not very guilty. I don't feel very guilty of that, but I feel like nowadays people like to guilt me about how much meat I eat. And Damn PC culture. <laughs> <laughs> and listen here, I love meat. The liberals are trying to take your meat. My culture revolves around the consumption of meat. Yeah. If I could bet on anyone never going vegan, I would bet on myself. (laughs) (laughs) Make that money. Get that money, babe. Okay, so meat is your edible guilty pleasure. I would say my edible guilty pleasure is like just junk food in general. Uh Uh-huh. But specifically like ice cream. Oh, yeah. You you have a thing with and ice cream. And the thing cream. is, like, I'm lactose intolerant. I have been for my whole entire life. Like, But ice cream is but that one thing. I just – and, like, on, I think it's born out of my mom. Like, whenever I had to go to the doctor or do something unpleasant, like, my mom afterwards would take me out to ice cream. And then it went from that to, like, all right, like, if I had, like, a, you know, some girl broke my heart or something like that, my mom would take me out to ice cream. It was just, Aww. like, a nice, like, okay. It's comforting. It's comforting, yeah. yeah. So, comfort food. So comfort food. A comfort food, t- yeah, counts as, um, okay, guilty pleasure, because I'm not too guilty. That's the thing, the feeling of guilt. Yeah, well, let's not lost. think about it as guilty. That's why I said also it's the word indulgences, because I think that we use the word guilty pleasures to mean indulgences. Just things you indulge in, you know, when you really want to, you know, feel alive, or you just want to feel, you know, you want to feel it. You just want it. Okay substances substances so obviously we're talking about drugs and alcohol um and then like you know also counting like kratom or like adderalls you know like the uh, guilty pleasures no i understand i'm thinking i'm thinking through what a guilty pleasure of mine would be alcohol i mean yes alcohol i'm trying to think of a specific drink oh a specific Specific alcoholic drink. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, which what which drink? Well, that's what I'm thinking of. Um, I mean, guilty pleasure, and it's something you would still do now. It's not like it's not a. It's like your current guilty pleasure. Yeah, but uh, also you're kind of like Neh. somebody recently. Just while you're thinking, somebody recently was brought up picklebacks, and I was like. Oh, what a blast from the past. Like, yeah. wow. That was something I drank at 19 years old and never again. I think oh, no, I, there was that one time yeah. at a bar we both what, had What one. was the, yeah, what was, he was like, somebody he was like, I'll only buy you a drink, us. but I'll buy you a pickleback. No, I'll, the only drink I'd buy for you is a pickleback. And we were like, let's Fuck go. yeah, let's do it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was fun. Oh, I missed the club. Oh, I want to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Damn. So, so I mean, I guess a pickleback could be a guilty pleasure thing, but I wouldn't do one. I don't think that I would. I mean, obviously, if in that situation, you know, probably once the world opens back up again and, you know, we're all getting buck wild in the clubs. If somebody, if the same situation happened again where somebody offered me a pickleback, I'd do one. Yeah. I also doesn't, it doesn't need to be that extreme. I think like if I was at a house party on top of somebody's roof and they offered me a pickleback. Mimosas. Mimosas. Okay. That's your guilty pleasure drink. Yeah, because yeah. you will get fucking lit as fuck on Moses. You will just keep drinking that just shit. Keep, I think it also has to do, obviously, with the atmosphere at which we're drinking these drinks. Right. M- mimosas are always bottomless. Or I'm not visiting your establishment. <laughs> yeah, if they're not bottomless, I'm not They going. gotta be bottomless. So, yeah, mimosa. There we go. 
Mimosas. Okay. Uh, I would say my guilty pleasure, like weed, but like blunts. Okay. Because it's terrible. Like, why terrible are you? Why you. are you putting yeah. tobacco in your body? You really don't yeah. need to be doing this. Oh, but they feel so good. I changed my answer. What cigarettes? What? Yeah. It's a guilty pleasure, and I'll do it again when I get drunk. I am too lit. Well, I want to like smoke a cigarette. No, that's but it's true. not something that feels good. It's like more of the vibe. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't feel good. It's not good for you. Like every time I smoke a cigarette, it's like taking away days or years. I don't know what the bath is anymore. But your your life is shorter. Yes. Yeah. No, but I feel it, like because I do. I when I'm like really hammered. Yeah. I'm like, give me a cigarette, especially yeah. if I'm around cigarette smokers. Or anytime I'm like really stressed, I'm like, fuck, what I do for a cigarette right now. See that the, cigarettes like when I'm stressed, they only make me more stressed. Like it's like. Like, my heart starts tasting, I'm just like, <gasps> you know? Well, but that feeling makes me feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, architecture school, so. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta unpack that trauma, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to the next one. All right, all right. So, substances, that's it. But then also, <laughs> I feel like. Shots of tequila. Okay, yes. I'm thinking of all my... Yeah, no, shots of tequila is, a, like, a guilty pleasure, but I will I will do it. But, no, I'm thinking about, like, substances, like, I feel like in life, if it were ever to be that I was in a room with people rich enough for them to casually do cocaine, I would take a small bump. Okay. But, like, because the thing is that people casually do cocaine. Like, yeah. it's, like, a, it's, it is a thing. Like, there's a lot of fear around it. Yeah. People don't, like, they're just, like, you take one sniff and you're an addict forever. Yeah. Which is fair because it's it can be that kind of drug, but like you know, because I can't ca- I can't casually just like buy cocaine like I, right. that's not where my you know. no. But I'm thinking about what my guilty pleasures are now. No, now no, that's what I was saying. But right. I was just like because substances is like a lot of things. Me and you don't really do a lot. Yeah, it's you know? between alcohol. Just like I would weed. also like you know once Corona opens back up, I'll probably pop a molly. You know. Yeah. Once once uh the clubs open back up, going out. Yeah, party. but that wouldn't be a guilty pleasure. That'd be something we're trying. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. I'm just saying indulgences. Like, that's the thing. Is you're stuck up on the word guilty. Well, I'm thinking of specific things that I feel, you know. Guilty about? That I would want to do over and over again, but because of the guilt, I don't do except eating meat. I'm going to always eat that meat. There's no guilt. There is no guilt. All right. Activities. Activities. Things I like to do. Like a guilty pleasure guilty activity. Guilty pleasure activity. Hmm. I don't know. I I feel like I've said the words like, oh, that's my guilty pleasure. Yeah. But I can't think about like doing what. Okay, maybe skipping to content media? Because activities is kind of like hard to like pinpoint. Yeah, because like what it would be something that we would be doing. Yeah, but as a, like an indulgence of doing something. Like, like going I, somewhere, like specifically. I mean, we can't go nowhere right now. Well, Obviously, like going to the club, going to bars, like we really enjoyed doing that. That yeah. would be our guilty pleasure. Or like ordering out. But that like, still has to do with it, food. More specific, like do you guilty pleasure arcades? I don't know. Chuck E. Cheese's. Chuck E. Cheese's is a guilty pleasure of You mine. don't go to Chuck E. Cheese. I went to Chuck E. Cheese with my brothers not so long ago. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> we just like the three of us and like, you like ran around and played the games yes we did we got like two unlimited <laughs> cards most of your brothers are grown by yes. the way like only no one i of wanted them is to still- know that i want it known that like 
we have one brother that can still pass as a child, just turned 13. So we went in for him, quote unquote, and then all four of us went around and like played all the games, played all the games with like one card. I think it was we just we got one unlimited card and everybody just like started playing. Yeah. And the last five minutes was super lit because we were like, we have five minutes. Let's go. I want this one. I want that one. It was really fun. And then we like stacked up a lot of tickets and we picked some shit to take home. It was I'll do it again. All right. So your guilty pleasure activity is Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. Jeez, I don't know if I have a guilty pleasure activity. And like I shouldn't do that because I'm an adult. Yeah. No, because I'm trying. I'm like, I'm there's things I like doing, but I don't know if I feel guilty about them. There's the Rainforest Cafe. We haven't done it, but like our my friend group. You have a lot of hopeful guilty pleasures. Yeah. A lot of like, that could become my guilty pleasure. Well, that would be fun. No, well, no, it's just like, oh, that would be fun. Yeah. If you know, I just got a little wild. Another guilty pleasure. What? Ping pong at bars. That's not a guilty pleasure. That's just something fun to do. Okay, yeah, my guilty pleasure is playing air hockey at bars. Like, what? No, okay, you're right. Wrong concept. Yeah, it's not, like, it has to be, I, all right, are we doing something where it's an indulgence? Because if we're talking about, because I feel like guilty pleasure means something very specific. And I feel like we're now, like. Stretching it. Yeah, we're stretching it around. Yeah, you're right. I think that we should just stick to, like, stuff we really enjoy doing, but that we probably shouldn't do is not really good for us. Like, you, jumping out of planes. Oh, like, I fucking love jumping off of planes. But that's not, I don't feel neither guilty. <laughs> but it's anything. something that's not, you know, not necessarily good for you, you know? At the very Why least, is it, it stretches your you? face out and it re- it ages your face. Why is it not good for you? For I just those said, reasons? I said that that reason. Also, you could die is, is that reason. That risk is barely there. I don't see that risk. You're jumping out of a plane. So many people jump off planes regularly. Like, this is an activity that we can do because of modern technology. Why wouldn't you do it? Because I don't want to die. You're not going to die. So many people do it. But I could die. And there's, and like, like a I, The risk chance, isn't worth it for me. I guess. There's not like, that there, much I feel of like there's risk. a lot of things I could jump off of. Like, I could ride a roller coaster, you know? Like, I, I don't want to jump out of a plane. There's a bigger risk you'll get in a car accident. But do you get in cars? Yeah, but that's out of function. I have to get in cars to go places. I don't yes. have to jump out of any right. planes ever. You're right. So that's what makes it a guilty pleasure. It's something you don't, don't have to do. I don't do. feel guilty about it. <laughs> well, you don't feel guilty about the meat thing either, but that's still, a, you said it as a guilty pleasure. We have to be You're right. I think I did the meat thing wrong. I think I'm doing this whole thing wrong. Maybe we start over. <laughs> no, we don't, we're not. Content media, because now we can get into guilt. Okay. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love TikTok. And it's a recent development because I wasn't allowed to have TikTok the app, but I refused to delete it. And then it was just there, hidden in my apps. And there were a few days where I would open it up and watch a few videos. And then you'd tell me to close it. Yeah. And to never open it again. And Mm -hmm. then I'd feel guilty and never open it. (laughs) And then one day I would open it. And then so that happened for a while. And now I no longer will hide my TikTok consumption. I fucking love that app. I swear it is the superior app out there right now. How? It's nothing content, dude. These fucking like children are hilarious. Part, it's like if you took the worst part of YouTube, sprinkled in a little bit of the best part of YouTube, and then turned it into Instagram. No. Yes. No. Yes. Okay. I think conceptually, fine. 
However, these people are geniuses. They're hilarious, okay, comedic but, geniuses. Like a few of them. But most of the time, you're skipping past the video. No. There's a lot of shit. And it's also a lot of shit that's like, it's just a template. So it's not really anybody's original idea. You're just watching somebody do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again because it's different people doing it. But it's the same exact concept. But it's only a minute. That's the thing. It's only a minute. It's not hard to weed out stuff that I'm not interested in. Yeah, but then you're just literally flitting through things. Like, do you and know, that's why that it's my guilty pleasure. The human fucking attention span. That's what it's doing. That's, that's what that app's doing. Absolutely correct. And you want to know why? It's so fucking fascism can take an effect. Okay. It's a it's it's the regime. They're trying to weaken us so the revolution can't happen. All right, they're, they're not, not open. open. Um, sure, all of the th- these <laughs> things may be true. I don't care. I'm gonna sit down and watch my fucking TikTok videos. All right. It's just it's a part of my life now and you're going to have to accept it. Oh, I'm no. even going to make us a fucking account and you're we're going to no. do TikTok dances every so often. I'm not doing any. You're going to have to be OK with this. I don't want to do any dances. This is what my life is going to. I'll let you like we can do like videos Content. or whatever. Like you can take videos and I can be there. I'm not doing any dances. OK. I'm just not. Doing Fine. That. And that is my guilty pleasure. My drop. Hey. <laughs> so TikTok. Um, I would say content media like mine is white trash like shows. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is, is I don't gen- like genuinely, I don't know if I really enjoy the like, and this is in quotes because you guys can't see, but the black shows. Like, I don't like watching blackish. Because it feels like they're trying to teach me what it's like to be black. And I'm like, but I am black. Yeah. I don't like shows like or Black AF. I watched like a piece of that. Yeah. It's just like, it's not interesting to me. I do like Atlanta. I do like like interesting, insecure, like, how you know, like shows where the concept isn't just, right. these people are black, you yeah. know? But you also don't like those types of shows, period. Because I think... Blackish and Black AF is very much structured in a, like, it's a show. It's not a sitcom and it's not like uh, figurative. What, like, you know, I don't know what Oh, I'm like to say. surreal. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like, sur- I mean, I like surreal stuff. I don't, yeah, I guess it's I don't in like, the center. I don't like the whole like, because you also episode, like this you episode know. is about this and this is the lesson that you learn at the end. Like, I don't like that model. Yeah. I'm like, stop trying to teach me shit. Like, what? You've never liked that model. I don't. Well, it's specifically that. But so I would say that, like, I really enjoy it. But the, it just so happens. I really like surreal shows or like really like weird, like things happen, you know? So like. I really enjoy Atlanta. Like, I really wish that Atlanta would come back. Yeah. I really enjoyed Black Mirror. But, like, those shows, other than, other than like, Atlanta, sometimes Insecure. I mean, Insecure just, like, has, like, you know, fun scenarios that are, like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. What am I trying to say? Because of that, I end up watching, like, white media, like, made for white people centering white people's stories. And I really prefer when there's no black people there at all. So because it's then not it's just political. like so it's yeah so it doesn't become political because I feel like as soon as a black person shows up, I'm immediately like okay who's writing this black person is it a black person writing this black person or a white person writing this person right or a non-black person of color writing this black person what is that like blah 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 or like, you know it's like I don't want to think about my experience I want to escape I want to truly escape and like I feel like I can't do that if the 
content, if I feel like the content isn't being like holding true. Like I really like us, like Jordan Peele's dip into dip into like horror, really yeah. enjoy that because it, I'm not stuck being like, oh, these black characters are written this kind of way. So it ends up being that when I am watching TV, it is these like white people. And I'm like, huh, like, yeah, I feel guilty because I'm like, this is perpetuating a thing. But I really just wish that like they gave black people more creative freedom, like that yeah. the industry gave black people more creative freedoms to tell our stories instead okay. of it being like, I know that was a whole tangent. Right, I don't really so know. What's your guilty pleasure? White trash television. Oh. That's that's what I said. Sorry. I, I think I said that in the beginning. Now I don't remember. Yeah. It just, it went on a tangent. I, I went on a tangent. But yeah, I would like Trailer Park Boys. I really like, I will go back to that show and just watch it. Yeah. Um. Oh, there's another one that's like Australian. I don't remember the name of it, but it's basically mm-hmm. just like Trailer Park Boys, but they're Australian. Yeah. That one's pretty good. Just I, like dumb shit where I don't have yeah. to like, racism is such, like, I don't want to, you know. Right. Okay. I want to escape. Yeah. My other guilty pleasure is competition television shows. I really enjoy cooking shows. That's that one. But yeah. it's not guilty. I have no guilt about that. No. I don't watch cooking shows all day. I'm talking about all competitions. I will sit down for any competition. I think they're so fun. What about Naked and Afraid? You well, don't like Naked and Afraid? That's because white people are stupid. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you choose to go on Naked and Afraid? I, I like Naked and Afraid. Well, but that I, that's the thing. Is I, would, I don't have to think about that because it's the type of media. I would never do something like that. And so I don't have to really worry about black people showing up that much in that content. Yeah. And I so I enjoy watching it because I'm like, this is some shit I would never fucking do. Escapism, you know? It's like fiction to me. Like, why would anybody ever go choose yeah. to be naked and afraid in the middle of the fucking Amazon? Yeah, but those are like real fucking people. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would like it more as a scripted television show. No, why? Because then you'd get like, it. nothing beats the real thing. And these people consent to like fucking doing that. Fine, do it. Uh, entertain me i just like how where in the fucking world do you have to be in your headspace and be like you know what today i decided that i'm gonna train for the next 21 days yeah no no and then they train i'm gonna train to be on naked and afraid so that i can leave the comforts of my home for almost a month in order to see if I'll survive, you'll never be in that sort of situation in real life, like ever. You really have to put yourself in that situation just so that you know in this hypothetical end of the world that you've decided exists, <laughs> you could maybe survive. Where, like, in reality... You wouldn't need to. Exactly. Because you have modern technology. Yeah, infrastructure is there for other, you know. For you never to be naked and afraid. <laughs> like, those two things together are so stupid to me. Like, I... Okay, well, the they, desire to they go to Primal... solve the naked part pretty quick. No! They just get well, used to seeing each other no, naked. No, well, they, like, they, like, make little skirts or whatever. Some of them. Some of them, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is but I'm saying it's not the main concern for other people. But, like, but why I'm, are you naked? I would waste my time finding clothes if i'm in the yes movie. if you're on naked and afraid of the television show but if you were actually out there like give me a situation where you would be left naked stranded in the middle of a fucking you're on a plane forest. you're on a plane and the plane crashes <laughs> on a in a very deserted area okay that's that's a scenario and you have no clothes on 
Like, why are you naked? When did you get naked? There's, there's my fucking question. Fine. Right. You're stranded in a fucking island with all of the supplies that a fucking airplane has. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. There was that show, um, uh, Flight 60-something. It was on Discovery Kids, and Corbin Blue was on it. And it was about a, like a bunch of kids who were on a plane, and the plane crashed, and they had to like survive on the fucking island. Okay. But they weren't naked, so. Because why would you be? <laughs> why would you be naked? Give me the reason. No, but I'm saying that was a scripted show about like that kind of scenario that was pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I watched it when I, when I was a child, so I don't know if it really holds up. But yeah. Corbin Blue was on it, so he was so cute. He is so cute. Yeah. All right. But that's those are my thoughts on Naked and Afraid. All right. So I think that we can move on to music, maybe music. Okay. Guilty pleasure <laughs> music, Christmas music, all year round. Oh, I will shit. never stop. Never. So are you guilty about it then? Like, I mean, it's a little embarrassing. Some people are like, why are you listening to Christmas music? It's March. It's like, <laughs> bitch, because I feel like it. <laughs> That's it. Word. Okay. <laughs> so I actually have a playlist. Uh-huh. Is it guilty pleasure? It's called Trash on Fire. Okay. And it's just trash artists or just... And it's actually, I mean, specifically, it's usually just, like, mumbo rappers and all, like, you know, that are, like, talking about slapping women's booties and, like, that kind of thing. Right. But on that playlist are XXXTentacion, Kodak Black. Mm -hmm. I think there's one song with uh, Takashi 69 Yeah. And it's the song that he has with Kanye West. <clears throat> so it's anybody who's been sort of they've been asked like, the only cancer. like r kelly like rapist and sh- i mean takashi 69 is a rapist so i guess that's like <clears throat> i don't know why i give him it's literally i give him a pass for that one song and it's just i get in specific moods where i'm just like she want me i want her ooh, she want me to be her boo like <laughs> it's just so good <clears throat> so i have this playlist where i'll go to it and i'll be like you know <laughs> you know yeah let me give this artist that I that I absolutely abhor a couple pennies so I can listen to this song and get my life for a second. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel bad. But R. Kelly is not. R. Kelly is like a no for me. Yeah. So like, just so you all know, like, no, you can you can most certainly cut off problematic artists. Yeah. You also don't listen to Chris Brown. Like, <laughs> Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't listen to Chris Brown. I And I used to. And then, I don't know, I became an adult, and I was just like, no, I fucking hate, like, I hate this dude. Like, he's kind of the worst. Yeah. Yeah. I don't listen to Trey songs. I didn't listen to Trey songs, and then he got outed, and I was like, oh, perfect. <laughs> Already there. Yeah. I but, did. so I feel like, I don't know, I don't give R&B uh, a pass. I don't give R&B a pass, but hip-hop. Because the R&B guys, they're just, they're just they're creeps, gross. Dude. Yeah. They're just like, the, like, they're like so creepy. And then, like, I mean, hip hop, but they are they are in hip hop too. But they're open about it. You know what I mean? Like, their songs are creepy. Yeah, it's like the R and B guys have to get outed as creepy. Yeah, because they're like, "Oh, I wanna love you, girl." And then in the fucking dad, they have bitches hiding in closets and shit, like in real life. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> ugh, ugh, you know. Ugh. But that's me. I have my my problematic artist that I'm still kind of like, uh. But Takashi, but I will say that like I don't listen to this playlist that much anymore. There'll be like specific times where I'll get like one of the songs stuck in my head and I'll listen to that specific song. But I don't like I used to like listen to the playlist just when I was like in a mood. Yeah. I don't usually find myself in that mood because I'm like, you know what? I'll hear the song. I'll hear the person's voice and I'll be like, I can't. Not right now. Yeah. 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 I listen to Christmas music quite often. 
No, I'm, like, like, I'm like, you're like, I listen to Christmas music. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes I listen to music that rapists make. Uh, you know. <laughs> like, that's like real guilty pleasure. Like, yeah. 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 But I'm, we- I'm weaning myself off. Like, I don't really. You know, out of it. I want to make it really known that it's not like I go out of my way to like. Listen to them. To, yeah. Because yeah. I do. I, I did. That is something I do feel guilty about. Like, while I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, I wish this didn't slap. Yeah. And like Kanye West. I've I have stopped listening to his music because it's not like good. I don't listen to any new of the new Tory Lanez has been completely and totally canceled for me mm-hmm. and like even when his songs come on that like they he, he that's the things he went from like he was never in that trash playlist he never ended up there it just completely skipped over and now like whenever yeah. like I see him like in a playlist like my usual playlist I'm like oh and I like delete the song off the playlist right yeah all right well that's music okay when do we indulge when so I, i'll answer this just to give sort of give you uh okay where i was at when i wrote it it's sort of like i go i'm like a binge person i go on binges where i'm like i need to indulge yeah and then i come out of it and i'm like oh that was awful why did i do that to myself? yeah i and mean so. that's like us with mcdonald's no with everything us with everything yeah because yeah. also mcdonald's and chinese food fall in there yeah Ooh, with the, yeah going back to the edible stuff yeah yeah yeah. mcdonald's and chinese yeah mcdonald's is a real like because the thing is is i just get in these moods where i want the flavor of mcdonald's yeah. and the thing is, is that they they make it like that like mcdonald's burgers don't taste like burgers they taste like McDonald's. yeah you know yeah no that's exactly it and they and it's like it's designed that way so that way when you crave you like crave that specific flavor and you have to go to them to get it yeah and it's the same thing we do with really greasy like american chinese food yeah yeah that and we'll so going to your question of when do we indulge i guess this is more of how do we indulge how yeah but we just buy a shit ton of that and we're yeah we do like feast we home feast yeah or we just buy a shit ton of chinese food and then we'll have everything we want in one sitting. Yeah. And then when we have leftovers, it's like, oh. Yeah. And then we don't do it for a really long time. Yeah. Well, no, I feel like the, like the last time we did it, the leftovers were like, oh, because it was like, but I feel like. Um, or and we also feel since like we that because even McDonald's. Since we stopped doing the micro. Well, McDonald's specifically just is bad for you. So yeah. it makes your body feel terrible. Yeah. But. um. I feel like it's been since we we don't have the microwave anymore mm-hmm. that we have stopped, like that the the binging on Chinese food has become way less convenient and therefore yeah way more of a problem when it happens because it's like ugh yeah because all that will be left to heat up would be like dumplings yeah but um I do think that I don't listen to my trash music playlist as much anymore because I have my cash shit bad bitch playlist yeah with like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion and all of that music yeah. is just better no I think then realizing it's a guilty pleasure and then finding an alternative that is healthier or better for the environment or better for you is always very good. I say this out loud and I hear myself saying it. I will never stop eating meat. However, (laughs) it's just not going to happen. But, um, (laughs) 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 did I make you trying for that not to happen? That was hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so Pam's not going to stop eating meat. And that... I made that very clear on this episode. Yeah. But... um, Pam is the glizzy warrior. (laughs) Shut the fuck (laughs) up. Uh, All right. Yeah. Well, we're moving on to listener questions. Okay. 
Listener questions. Listener questions. Listener questions. If you would like to send us your questions, whether it be about us or the world or what we think about a certain opinion or... Or your mess. Yeah. Your tea, your rants. If a bitch tried you... Email us at identitycrisispt at gmail.com. Yes. So. Or DM us. All right. So. First, we're going to, there's this rant. So I got this rant from uh, the woman who sent me cookies last week. So this is the rant. One, this chick doesn't do her job, so everyone else does it, and then tries to bitch at us for not doing the job right. Two, hooked up with another shift lead in both of our work bathrooms. Three, had a threesome with a married couple broke them up, and then continued to sleep with the husband afterwards. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Four, this is the real icing on the cake. She was dating a sex offender. I have a link to this dude's arrest if you're interested. And having him live in the same apartment as her son. Her baby daddy finds out and gets sole custody. She finally gets a custody hearing and can't even have her son visit because she's not on the lease on her new house. And her boyfriend with, oh wait, and she's not on the lease on her new house with her boyfriend of eight months. Now her boyfriend is saying he wants a kid before he turns 30 and he just turned 29. So she's going to have a, have this kid and forget about her other child. That's the assumption. That's the assumption, I think. Okay. Wow. Very messy. That's very messy. I have a lot of questions. I'm assuming this person is a superior to the person that sent this in. Yes, there. I'm assuming they're the shift lead because oh, it says because I thought they were hooked fl- up with another yeah. shift lead in both of our work bathrooms. So I'm assuming that another shift shift. So lead. like a manager. I'm assuming so, or like a shift, shift leader. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Working a job is like so wild because you just are in tune with people's lives in a yeah. way that's like people who like. <clears throat> just happen to be working at that place yeah exactly wow i'm like trying to process everything hold on so, let's go back yeah all right so she already doesn't do her fucking job right or is really bad at her job or just very lazy well no, lazy. No, no, no. she's lazy so she doesn't do her job and everyone else has to do it and then she bitches at them and is like you didn't do it right and it's like just do it yourself and it's like just do it yourself then yeah okay then she hooked up with another one of their coworkers, like another shift leader in both of their work bathrooms, meaning she's done it more than once. That's a little messy. That's nasty. I mean, it's a bit much. You it's know? not very hygienic for not everybody. Not hygienic at all. Uh, we are in COVID, so I wonder like how long ago this was. Mm. What well, says it's past tense? So I'm and it gonna say recently. So we're gonna assume for COVID. COVID. Yeah, but that's like that's very that's messy because if you're yeah. like sleeping with people you work with, right? There's a lot of drama but then that also can go into that. Doing it at work. Like, you're that's, not only are you sleeping with someone yeah. you work with, because that's one thing. You know, you're, you're close together, fine, right. you get in a relationship. But you're doing it at work. That's a whole different type of... Which, like, creates a different atmosphere for the other people who work there. Because people have energy after they fuck. Like, it's not like they're just like... Oh, yeah. yeah. There's an energy there. Yeah. And there's an energy before it gets yeah. to that. So you're making and people I, I wonder if they're the kind of people who, like, they're like, if they're flirting before or if they're the type of people who get like really tense and like start arguing yeah and so they're arguing and then they just disappear <laughs> and come back and they're just like <sighs> you know right or it could be um like silent 
and they just text each other like meet me in the bathroom that's i feel like that's best case scenario yeah that's true and and, everybody in that else. case i feel like you know but, but know. it's also just not hygienic. Yeah, like fuck in your own car then. Also, what you kind know? of job is this? Is this service worker? Oh, well, worker? I'm not sure. I think this is, no, I don't think it's, well, it could be either service or some sort of like um, museum type job. Okay. It's, it could be either or. Because. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's. Hold on, but that's not the, that, the real icing on the cake is now she's dating a sex offender. Wait, like no, she no, pulled no, before the sex Minaj. offender, there was, like, somebody's husband. Oh, right, right, right. She had a threesome this is with a married couple. No, three. Point three. So right after the, so she hooked up with the shift lead. But okay. then she also had a three, threesome with a married couple, broke them up, and then continued to fuck the husband afterwards. Oh my god! Right, that is so messy. That's a messy bit because you know her. Because it's one thing to be fucking a man who's married; it's another thing to, to have fuck fucked... a, like to fuck both of them yes. and then take her man. Oh, that's terrible! Right? That's so messy. And the fact that your uh, employee or coworker or whatever knows about this means you're like loud, messy. Yeah, just really messy person. Wow. Yeah, and then she pulled in Nicki Minaj and is. Dating, dating a sex, sex offender. offender with with her son, so she's a mom. Well, but the the husband were her the the baby daddy found out and then took custody of the son. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, good for him. Because I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not just gonna have some random sex offender you made eight yeah. uh, eight months ago, like in the same house with your kid. Like that's just yeah. much. Like they gotta sleep at their own place. Exactly. Like I'm not living with you. I don't know you. Eight months? Are you kidding me? My child? Absolutely not. And like a registered sex offender? Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. No way is he staying at your house. Yeah, no way. But then he wants to have kids before he turns 30. The sex And he offender. just turned 29. Yeah. And so he's... And she's committed to having she's a baby commi- with Yeah, him? she's like, she's gonna... That's the assumption, is that, that she's down. That she's gonna do it. Wow. Yeah. I'm assuming this lady is, like, maybe in her 30s? I, I don't know. I don't know. Damn. I'm assuming, like, late 20s. Like, later 20s. That's intense. That is intense. That what a life, messy. Wow, this is the kind of stuff that we ask for when we say mess. This is this, this is, what is we messy. Want. I don't care if it's not you or yes. somebody adjacent. To, like just some messy two stuff that you know away about. From you. Yeah, just some messy shit. It can even be a rumor. As long as we, you know, you don't say any names. You're not hurting anybody. Yeah. It's just a fun story to tell. I'm very intrigued. So she, the assumption is she's gonna go. She's gonna have the baby with the sex offender. And and just forget about her kid, cause cause the baby daddy took the kid. Yeah, that's that's sad. I feel for the kid. Yeah, I feel for the kid. I hopefully like the dad has a good environment and like the mom won't be too messed. Yeah, because it's like she finally gets a custody hearing, so she finally is like gonna get somebody to hear her out, but she can't even do it because she's not on the lease of the new house. But then I'm also like, can you like? I feel like it would be detriment to your case for custody if you're, like, living with a sex offender. Yeah, it should be. Right? Like, I feel like it well, should it be. Well, it depends on what kind of sex offender. I know. Yeah, I mean, true. But I'm saying that I feel like it should be. Like, as a sex offender, you don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, it's also, like, easy, I think, to get registered as a sex offender. Like, I mean, yeah, you. Like, I think if, like, you're you peeing outside. Yeah. If you pee outside, like, you're a sex offender. Cause it's, like, indecent exposure. So I'm not saying, I'm not saying, like, all sex offenders are, like, terrible people. Like, I right. Mean, you know, don't offend sexually, but I I can see how one like if you're a ch- if you're a woman walking with your chest out or a perceived woman walking around with your chest out, you can be a, become a sex offender. I assume, right? Because it's indecent expo- exposure. And so, like, is that fair to like then hold them to the same? 
you know, right. as like somebody who literally raped somebody. No, obviously not. Right. So I guess we don't we don't know we the don't full know. story there. We don't know the full but, story. But she doesn't have custody of her kid. She's not on the lease, which is like, why wouldn't you just add your name to the lease like you want your son to live with you? Right. Um Yeah. I don't know. That just seems that odd. feels like an easy solution. Well, maybe maybe there's a there's a there's bureaucracy standing in, in her way. Maybe it's it's a situation like that. Anyways, we don't know, so we'll just yeah, we'll let, we'll let that damn. go. Damn, damn. Good luck to her. <laughs> Shout out to this woman. Shout out to this woman. I hope that your life gets better, sis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that you start. Doing your work so that your coworkers aren't emailing us about how messy your fucking life is. <laughs> right? Because really, you had to annoy somebody that this much. Yeah. yeah. For it to become a rant session. Yeah. For somebody to be like, be you know what? Human. I need to get it out how awful of a bitch this person is. And not yeah. just to me, but to everyone. Because she's ruining my environment. And also her own life. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. Um, so, yeah, please, please fix your life. Be a better person. Be a better person. All right. So now we have a question. All right, let's go. Okay, all right. So the question is, what's your favorite action in the movement so far? Mm, this, I is from, this is from like a, a BLM organizer, and so there's some context there. And so Right. I think, I mean, the fridges, like stuff that is tangible to the community is what is the most, what was the question? Powerful? What's, what's favorite? your favorite? Just yeah. your favorite. Yeah, I think stuff that's tangible that I can see actually making a difference. Yeah. I think that over any protest any day, actual steps yeah. towards a better environment. I would have to agree. I think the day, so like last weekend when we did, we did a, a hot, we've been doing our hot food foods program in, in uh, Queensbridge. But what was specific about last week is that we did it on the basketball court. And so... We were able to like spread out and there were kids, you know, able to, they were able to ride around on their bikes and yeah. their skateboards and stuff. We had books, like there was, uh, they come out every week, the abolition, abolition library commons is okay. what they're called, but they come out every week with like free books, um, you know, free zines, that kind of thing. But they were able to spread out on the bleachers. So like they, it was just things had space. Right. We were giving out free food. There's music playing. It was just a whole vibe. There's a fridge being painted yeah. in the background. That was a whole vibe. That was my favorite. Like, if we were talking about actions, like a day or whatever, that was my that, my favorite. That's amazing. And then yeah. I, the next day, it competes with the next day because the next day was the fridge unveiling and that was fucking lit. Where we're like on some, you know, on the block. Yeah, it's like throwing a block sidewalk. party and giving and at giving the same food. time. And I feel like that's something I want, I want to do in the future is like a big ass block party, but we're giving yeah. food. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, that's so, what. But yeah, tangible shit. Because I was thinking when I first, you know, when we got the question, I was looking at it, putting it on the outline. I was like, maybe like, you know, that one where we marched from from Queens to um, like we, we marched from Queens across the bridge into the city. We marched all the way to Union. Yeah. And then we met up with Brooklyn there. Like that time when we met up to Brooklyn, because it was like. Oh, like I don't know it was like the coolest thing like we were waiting all day we had marched so far and then we met up with Brooklyn in the middle we made a bunch of noise but I ended up going home immediately after we met up with Brooklyn because I was like I'm exhausted yeah <laughs> um but that was a really cool day that day we marched to Union um Unite 20 I think it was that was the like the Unite 2020 J28 thing I think 
And then there was also August, no, 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 J25. And then there was August 28, A28, where we marched into the city again. That one was all right, but it was all right. It was cool. It was really so your cool. favorite is the but my favorite, fridge. The, my, well, yeah. No, okay. my favorite is the hot food. I really enjoy the hot food program. The fridge is really dope. Like, as a thing to come out of the movement, the fridges, the community fridges, gives, gives to me the most promise. Like, I think that that's a really dope idea because basically you're, you're allowing a community to take care of itself. Right. You know, and if it's done the right way, we can make a, a literal network, a food network out of it where yeah. we get food brought in from from some farm or something like or multiple farms, whatever. And then we can send that out to the fridges who hopefully would then be able to do that. But if a fridge has too much, then we then pick, get people to bring from one fridge. To yeah. Another fridge. So you're able to move food around because one thing that ends up happening is they get these boxes like communities already get sent out these boxes of food, but the 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 choices of the food is like so sparse. Not great. Yeah, it's a lot of dairy, and then there's like some sort of protein. So like some weeks it's hot dogs, some weeks it's like chicken. You know, the chicken. Yeah. I mean, the chicken is is best because that's like a you know hot dogs is like processed you know blah food. Right. You know? And it's good, but you know, no shame in eating it. But it's just. In order to be sending that out in a box to people who need nutritious food is terrible. Like, I think that that's just awful. Yeah. Um, and so that they get like a big bag of cheese, uh, you know, a couple things of like just all types of dairy. Processed like, foods. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, get out of here. Um, so I think that if we're able to like team up with a farm where we're getting people nice, fresh food and a farm too, where we can get people nice, fresh meat. Like, I think at a certain point, like I want to. I don't know, set up like a community butcher, like a free, like a, <laughs> I don't know, like a, like a free place to get nice, wholesome meat. And I, that's like a long-term goal. Like meat is expensive. Like, you know, like you need, it needs yeah. some sort of infrastructure to pay for it. But because I, I, I also think that Americans, you know, our meat, I don't know. I've been hearing from people who aren't American that our meat is not. It's not. Yeah. So I'm like, if we can find some way to get fresher meat out to the people, that would also, because I think that if. If meat is done sustainably, like it has been, you know, in native in native and indigenous cultures, um, in black cultures, like all around the world, all throughout history, the only thing is that the way we do meat now, capitalism, it's fucked and it's not sustainable at all. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a long term. I can say I just really enjoy feeding people. I think that that's my favorite thing to come out of the movement is is the people taking care of themselves. Yeah. The protester, like, whatever. Like, I think that that's, like, it was a catalyst and it needed to happen. But I think that there's way more work to be done outside of that. Great. Because you're not going to protest your way protests, to a free America, you know? The protests are a good way to get everybody together mm-hmm. and kind of agree on just... A problem. Yeah, exactly. This yeah. is a problem. The policing is a problem. But that is, like, one little thing of a larger yeah like if you use the if you use the protest as like a forum i think rallies rallies are great protests i'm not so much about because also a protest is like a it's in its most general sense it's like a spontaneous thing right that just happens because something happened and then a rally more specifically is like this we're planning this around this issue and i think that what happened this summer is you were getting Everything. Protest rallies, you know? Vigils. Vigil, protest rally vigil things. We were doing everything at once. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think mixing it in in order just to get the group of people energized. Because mm-hmm. I think I it's a really good way to get people out. 
on this one thing mm-hmm. uh, and then get that momentum for so that everybody can see like, like oh all right. wow all these people think that this is a problem therefore it gives you energy to do stuff about it, it does because yeah. a lot of um the things that happen is that people will be working towards this one problem and then you get in your head like am i the only one who cares about this problem why is nobody doing anything about it mm-hmm. is it just me and then the protests happen and, and it's you're like, like wow, thousands okay, every, of people everybody like not everybody but a lot of people care about this it's not yeah. just me yeah absolutely all right um all right so current events current events so first we have the supreme court justice hearings yes Pam, so amy Klobuchar, no. barnett burnett burn something like that she <laughs> is uh up to be the justice to replace rbg mm. and there was a three-day hearing and then i think the fourth day was Obviously, I'm not I'm not an expert in anything political or civics. I just don't know that much. So I was learning as I watched. Mm-hmm. But I was able to catch um, bits and pieces of the first three, no, all four days mm-hmm. so far. And, you know, I, I truly believe she's going to get confirmed. I think the only position that the Democrats can actually take in order for her not to get confirmed is the the timing of it just how um close to elections we are yeah and how in the previous time this happened i think obama's presidency nine months before the election they didn't let him choose the the justice and the republicans were on the other end of the spectrum saying like hey it's an election year let's not do this and now we see the Democrats saying the same thing. But this time it's like, it's and not nine months out. Pushing. It's, it's, yeah, but it's it's like during the actual, like, like exactly. people have already voted. Yeah. And that's the biggest case they were making, that millions of people have already casted their votes. And therefore, this should not be up for discussion. And I think at some point they made a motion to to suspend everything and bring it back up during elections, but it didn't pass because the majority still wanted to hear Amy. Mm-hmm. And so this woman is very intelligent mm-hmm. and she's kind of perfect for the Republican Party. And the scariest part is that she's very, you know, she's very, um, what's the word? Good at reasoning through her points. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she's very good at reasoning through her points. She didn't answer a single question, but it it was all, like, on the basis that she's not supposed to be providing her opinion in these hearings. Like, that's not their purpose. Mm-hmm. And she's not supposed to have bias. And these are her personal op- opinions they were asking about. Right. So she was right. Yeah. She was very... um you know, calm, cool, calm, collected, very professional. Just a complete and total contrast from Klobuchar. What's from his name? Trump. <laughs> no, well, Trump, but I mean the, yeah. the guy who got fucking Yes, through. and he was passed. And uh, he was Kavanaugh. passed through. Kavanaugh, yeah, Kavanaugh. Yeah, and he was passed. Uh, so I truly believe she'll get passed, and it's a shame. And I think the biggest problem, um, the biggest difference here, what we should be scared of, is that she's an originalist, mm-hmm. that she has traditional ways of reading the Constitution, 
constitution and interpreting the law. Therefore, she's taking it for what it says. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, there's um, a lot of shit in there. It was written by slave owners. So, well, yes. And there's different ways of thinking. Some people are like, yeah, back when they wrote this, plus all the amendments, people spent time and motions. And this was like heavily crafted or what's the word? Workshopped. Right. So that it would be perfect as is and it would include everything. Uh But the truth of the matter, what we know is that the Constitution was written by slave owners and and people that don't look... Like not us, even people on that, that point. Don't. Like that's one point, obviously, but it's also the world has completely and totally changed in since ways it was that people could not conceive of. Imagine, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the originalists are very scary, yeah. and they can legally prove all of their crazy theories and crazy ideas. So this can actually happen. Like Roe v. Wade could actually get. Uh, appealed or whatever it's called. Yeah, it it'll happen very slowly and very gradually to the point like right now we're worried because we know it's a Republican justice, right? But the way that like once she gets confirmed, the way that things are gonna like change, it's gonna be very gradual. Yeah, and it'll like the um, senates and the states have to bring up these things that they want to change. So it's still gotta go through a process, right? But, but once now it gets there, like, the Supreme Court there's no will safety be, net anymore. Yeah. Basically, the safety net will be eroded because that's the thing is the Supreme Court is built in as a safety net. Yeah. It's the court of all courts. But if they're they, if they cut a big giant hole in the fucking net. Right. Then all of our rights can just be slowly but assuredly eroded away. Exactly. Exactly. Especially because you think about the way the American government works now. There is no the, the people have no control. The only control, and I the air quotes this, is elections. And it's been proven that elections can be tampered with Absolutely. by the people running the elections. Yes. They've yes. got fake ballot box boxes in, in California. Like, come on. Like, it's clear to see. And then and then even if it works the way it's supposed to, we still don't have any power because senators are based on this whole thing where it, you, it's not based on population at all. Yeah. So you have two senators overseeing um a million people and you have two senators seeing over 305 people yeah you know it, it it's ridiculous and so and the thing is the politicians count on us not understanding how this shit works so they compli- can keep yeah. getting away with exactly because it. it's a complicated system and they and make it complicated and it doesn't need to be all they care about is their own party and themselves yeah. being okay and, their donors. and trust me they're fine they're totally fine the people who get the bad end of this is us the people every time Ugh. but it's going to be an imbalance in the justices which then will create a gradual change that i don't think any of us are prepared for yeah and i don't know how we're gonna fix this but it was scary <laughs> um it yeah. was scary that's it all right, so moving on to something else that was a little scary. Yep. The presidential town halls. Huh, very confusing. Yeah. We, because one, they had them, they were doing this, their separate town halls, Joe Biden and Trump. At the same At the same time. exact time in completely, totally different places. Yeah. And I definitely and, thought that it was going to be like a ratings war. Yeah, I mean, I, I think most. I think that's what it ended up being. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't even heard of coverage of it since it happened. Like, it really was very quiet for that. Yeah. But we did watch a little bit of it. We flipped back and forth. And uh, basically, Trump had his, or or rather, Biden has his, 
at like the Justice of America League in Philly. Yeah. And Trump had his at a at a highway outside of a highway. No. It was at the art museum, the Perez Museum in Miami, which is right next to the bridge, highway bridge that connects Miami to and Miami And he had Beach. it outside, not inside, because he has COVID, so... Yeah. It was loud. It was loud as It fun. was loud, and then he was yelling over the highway, and then this lady wanted to smash. And that was... Yeah. The, that's the highlight. That's the highlight. I mean, and basically, he... It he was just like the debate. Honestly, it was like the debates, but separate. So, yeah. like, Joe Biden was being very boring and, like, Republican um, <laughs> yes. over on the Democratic stage. Yeah, we kept and, getting bored and being like, okay, I guess we'll. Yeah, like, okay, all right. So, you are going to do everything in your power to keep the police the way they are. Yeah. And you don't care about black people. And, you know, you're not going to give us health care. And you're very disappointing. And I can't believe I have to vote for you. And this sucks. <laughs> and then yeah. Trump was just like, Yelling. I'm on cocaine! That was... Uh, you can't do that. Well, that's... I mean, I'm just exhibiting what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was like. Yeah. <laughs> it was so high energy. They would ask him a question and the only... He would, would argue. He would answer. He would argue, but he, his answers were just like, we're the best. We're the best. We're I number one. I don't know what you just said, You're, but we're the best. We're doing so much better. Obama could never. First of all, I have experts... It's like they were like, okay, well, why don't you listen to the experts? Well, uh, I actually do have my own experts. Oh, well, okay, that expert isn't an expert. Well, you know, some people would say that he is an expert. Yeah, that's just that's what he would do. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. It was a lie. I, I just cannot believe that this is the election that we got. Yeah, and the thing is, I'm trying to think back to like Obama um, debates, and I can sort of remember it. And I remember as a child, they like were boring yet inspiring. I feel like no, not even that. I remember being annoyed that like politicians wouldn't answer the question. Well, yeah, yes, which was annoying. But now it's like politicians aren't answering the questions, and they're saying stupid shit. Yeah, and I don't know if it's maybe I grow up. I've grown up and I understand better what they're saying and I know that they're saying nothing yeah. versus like when I was little and I would watch and it was just like a bunch of big words that I barely understood. Yeah, like so now you're like, seeing Ooh. how they're really not saying anything. Yeah. All. So I wonder like, am I dumb no, or are they they're dumb? dumb? They're dumb. Much like landlords, they got a job abusing like humanity uh -huh. and they just ran with it. Great. They, Love it. You know, they have a lack of empathy. And they just ran with it. Love it. Yeah. So moving on. All right. So I was in a bike accident last night. Yeah. You want to talk about it? Yeah. Well, the, tell, to tell the whole story, I went to an open mic in Queensbridge, ran by Sugar Ray. Um, and it was a really dope night. I ended up winning $30 in a Sweet Chicks gift card um, with my words, which is always a great time. Yeah. Hella validation off that. The cops were harassing us the whole entire time. Um, fuck 12. And then I'm on my way home and I'm sober, like I, you know, totally sober. And I just, I went to stretch out my leg because it was just getting a little cramped. I stretched it out and I guess, I, you know, I'm wearing these like pointy boots, I guess. And just the point like clip and it just sucked my foot into the, the front wheel. And, like a fan. And I just flipped, like the whole bike just flipped over me. And I remember being upside down and just being like, oh, wow. I'm upside down. This is not good. <laughs> Everything just so happened in slow motion. Yeah, basically. And then I hit the ground. Uh, 
And I'm just like, oh, no. I'm on the ground. I'm on the ground. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's so unfortunate. Yeah. And so I fucked up my foot. It's like, it's pretty sore. I fucked up my knee. That's pretty sore. Uh-huh. And then the worst part that was like, it wasn't even really an issue from that. It was in like an exacerbated issue I already had is my shoulder. Because I remember all day yesterday, like my shoulder was kind of stiff and it was like, ah, it was like a point. But since the accident, I guess I like I used that arm to like brace myself when I hit the ground. And I feel like I really like pulled something or pushed something back or something. Damn. Like it's fucked. So, yeah, I just I just uh what aged my body 10 years yeah. in one in one minute. <laughs> <laughs> we could take like an Epsom bath. Like, yeah. 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 An Epsom bath would be nice. I think that would help your your body. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that. That's that was my bike accident. But yeah. I other than that, I had a really good night. Like <laughs> and like, oh, and my bike other tire, than the tire back accident. My bike tire popped off. Other than the bike accident. Other than the vehicular accident I was in. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um all right, and then COVID. Yeah. Um so COVID it, is starting to come up. I was just in a situation. I was put in this situation, which annoys me a little bit uh talk about it baby <laughs> well i've started to go out into the world uh not regularly but once a week i'll make a trip to the city to visit a job site in need and <laughs> this week i was taken to this office where we were we had a general meeting just to talk and we have the meeting it's a little long you know a couple hours and i'm back a couple hours after that, I receive an email saying that there was a positive exposure in those offices Damn. and that I should quarantine for 14 days or that the employees in the office are all going to quarantine for 14 days. So they're letting me know because all I'm I was exposed by. Right. Whatever. Um, so that's fun. Yeah. Always fun. Love it. Yeah. COVID is is real and she's coming back. There, yeah. There's a second wave. I mean, I we've been saying it. I feel like I was saying it all summer long. I was like the second wave, second wave, second wave, second wave. Yeah. I and now the second wave is here. I'm mostly scared that we are going to treat the second wave a lot worse than we treated the first wave. We are definitely going to treat the second and wave And the thing is, we didn't treat-, treat the first wave all that serious. No, we didn't. Uh, we did. Like two, we did. The two the of us personally. Didn't. The United the States of America did not. Did not. So there's been places that have not shut down at all. They're just sort of like, like, eh. And New York is trying its hardest to not have to shut down again. But at the same time, like you were saying, Cuomo mentions COVID fatigue. And that's fucking real. We are all fucking tired tired of of having to sit at home, not being able to see our friends and live our lives like this because this is so not living our lives yeah i really want my life back like so bad (laughs) yes like i want my life back like i want to i want to not feel guilty like a guilty pleasure in 2020 is going outside yes (laughs) like that's a guilty pleasure (laughs) like oh my god sunlight wow and on top of that you have so naughty you have the holidays coming so everybody's planning their trips for thanksgiving and christmas right now yeah i'm not regardless of whatever like is happening with covid like i already have my flights at thanksgiving yeah i don't think i'm going this year (laughs) i really don't know because i just uh traveling it's because it's expensive like if 
I usually take the bus back right. home. I cannot do that. I'm not taking a bus in 2020. Like, no. that's just not happening. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, we also, uh, we had mentioned that we would go visit my parents so that way I wouldn't have to go during Thanksgiving. We were going to take a uh, train. A, or a car. Or a car. Yeah. yeah. Which could still happen sometimes. Yeah. Month. We could do it here now in October. Yeah. Yeah. We got to pick a day. Or a, a, maybe a, a couple weekends into November. Not Thanksgiving, but like a few weekends before. Yeah. We'll plan that together. But COVID is, is rising slowly. And I think this curve is much slower than last time because we have more resources and more knowledge of what to do and like all of this stuff. Yeah. But, but it's, it's, it's also we're also not taking it as seriously. Because we have all of well, this. Well, also, we took it really seriously in the beginning, meaning that we no one went outside. Yeah. Like, it was like, you just didn't go. Or maybe you went for a bike ride. But, like, literally the streets outside were empty. Closed. The streets were empty. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, like, now, like, that's just not going to happen again. But, like, really all you need to do to take this seriously is wear a mask when you're out in public and like avoid going to like a bunch of fucking places like yeah you know don't just be fucking willy-nilly going everywhere right but like and wash your hands that's really all you need to do to take this seriously the problem is that americans refuse to wear fucking masks yeah i don't know i think i'm pretty much done shaming people for not wearing a mask because i I don't know, going last week to Queensbridge and yesterday I was walking um, in Harlem for a little bit. And the thing with COVID is that there are people and it's the working class people, the poorest people that are still like have not stopped working. Mm -hmm. They've been going to the grocery store. McDonald's haven't closed. Like there's a lot of quote unquote essential businesses where poor people have just been working throughout this whole thing. Right. And so there's a lot of people who just, you know, they're tired of wearing the masks around their neighborhood or whatever. And I I feel a way about it. I'm like, I'm not going to get near you. I mean, I'm, yeah. at like, the same time, I'm, I'm not going to sh- shame not people. I'm not shaming people. I mean, I really just like, I'm not shaming people because I also, I will take my mask down, you know, like yeah. it's not, I'm a, you know, I've been caught doing it. But I think it's just that there are people that refuse to wear masks. The problem is that if we can get those people, like if we can get the number of people who will just put it on to be more than the people who are like, no, I refuse because I don't want to. It's my right to not blah, 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 blah. Well, those people are on a whole different level for me. I don't even know. No, but I think, no, I'm saying because it's it's not just, you know, as much as we hate to admit it, it's not just white people that are like, I refuse to wear the mask. Right. Like a lot of people just don't want to fucking wear it. And it's like, okay, fine. If the most of us can just wear it, we can get it down to where we're not passing it around because you're covering your fucking mouth, which is really, really the quintessential thing. Nose. Cover your nose. Cover your mouth and nose. But the thing is that, like, this is an airborne illness. Yeah. So you, you know, spraying the fucking seats and, like, being extra fucking. No, just wear your mask properly. Yeah. And, and wash your wash hands, your hands regularly. regularly. That's it. Yeah. That's what I mean. Is that's all we really have to do to handle this issue? If yeah. all of us did that, not. we'd be bent, we would have been over it. And that's what's driving yeah. me crazy. That's where my fatigue comes from. Is I'm somebody who has been doing the things. I have been doing the things. Yeah, I would like my life back. Yeah, no, that was the thing about like me potentially getting exposed to it. It's like I've been doing absolutely everything, and I feel so mad about it. Yeah, that, like that somebody the, put you at risk. Yeah. 
three times I've been outside. And the third time I'm like exposed to it. No, no. I've been at home, sitting at home, patiently <laughs> waiting for the day I can go outside. And I'm finally able to do it. And somebody fucks it up. Yeah. Like, no, how that's, dare you? That's a, what America is so yeah. specifically not equipped for this disease because you have to be not antisocial and our culture is antisocial as fuck like we don't give a fuck about other people yeah not not antisocial but like more selfish that's what i mean i mean like i mean in the in the meaning of the word antisocial like we're we're not community oriented people we aren't culturally we that would be a step forward all right i think that's really it that's it that's it for current events COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Still so, happening. What do you want to get done this week? Uh my book. Yes. I want to I want to get to a point where stop is is complete. on its way to me in its completed form. Yeah. I love it and yeah. I will help you accomplish that. And I'm also going to, you know, try to get more into I'm going to do some more paintings this week. Yeah. I'm going to just be I'm gonna, I really want to just be on my art shit. And then also um Queen's Liberation Project is getting our we're expanding our hot foods program to cover uh, Astoria houses because mm-hmm. for the last month, Astoria houses houses have been out without cooking gas, so they haven't been able to use their their kitchens. They gave wow. them each a hot plate wow. to cook on, but they have all the resources to put all those igloos on top of the rooftops in New York for restaurants or or all of the cops that still are patrolling. Amazing. The- you know, to see it. It's, it's fucking terrible. So, right. yeah. Yeah. Um, What do you want to do this week? I'm thinking. What if you get a daily a daily routine going and you do the same thing every day? Like, you work out, like, you get your routine, like, together. Work yeah, out, I do want to get my Drink water, together. like, get, like, the specifics of a routine. That's what, I also want to do that this week. All right. Get I'll the build the routine. You do your art. Yeah. But like building a routine around that. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. Deal. Deal. We can't reach. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Uh, hopefully this is a cohesive episode and hopefully we're able to release it because I don't know if I can get my laptop to work. Yeah. Pam's charger broke. It'll either happen or it won't happen. This week? Yeah. You think so? Well, I have to get my laptop to turn on. So wait, you're just not going to post this episode? I won't have a way to turn on my laptop. No, but the okay, but the charger is coming, right? Like I have a week until it comes. Oh, seriously? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Oh. That I ordered my charger, but it won't come for a week. Oh no. Yeah. So if you're listening to this on the 19th of October, then you're in luck, and I'm in luck because I got my laptop to work. But if you're listening to this on the 26th. That means it didn't work. It didn't work, and and also the current events are no longer current. And yeah, so yeah. Hope, and we'll release two episodes, of course. Yeah, or we'll try to, but uh, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Please, I want reviews. I think that's my new podcast goal. I want you guys to leave us a review on the Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. I don't know if Spotify has a reviews. It I only doesn't. listen to Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, but so listen, listen, rate, review, all of the things. Yeah. And all right. That's it. That's it. Bye. Bye.